Hey everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Tommy Gun Tales with your mate, Mr. Tommy Gun himself. Um, thank you very much for joining me. We are also on Facebook Live as well. So if you would like to catch more Tommy Gun action on Facebook Live in particular as well, um, just find us on Facebook. And um, when we do an episode, we'll try and live stream it for everyone as well. So um, people can get their say in as well, and they can actually you know, um, have a chat to us as well. And we can have a chat about topics and stuff on the show as well. So interesting, very, very interesting. So um, thank you very much for everyone for joining me. Um, it is uh, quite an interesting episode we have planned for today. Um, seeing it as it is our very first episode. So it's, um, you know, it's quite interesting. So um, how this all, you know, kind of panned out. So um, if you're not aware, um, I do have another podcast series Um with a good friend of mine, uh, Yatesy. Um, so with me and Yatesy, we started a podcast called Inside Six Yarns. And um, if you want, you can have you can have a look at that as well, which is really good. So it's mainly about goalkeeping. And um, how we done this was basically through um, friends uh, and we opened up our own little um, podcast series about everything to do with goalkeeping, technique, you know, talking about topics, um, bringing goalkeepers on the show as well and um, explaining to them and um, talking to them and letting letting um, us or letting them show our their experiences with us, which was really awesome. So um, no, I just thought I um, wanted to start something a little bit different. I wanted to expand in the horizons of um, the podcasting world and not do something about goalkeeping per se. I wanted to do something about... Um, life in general um you know about the stories that we go through and the the things that you know sometimes people forget about and um, i believe it's it's always the things that kind of make us who we are it's like the stories that we go through the passage of life that we go through that makes us who we are today and um i think it's important to share that and that's what tommy gun tells is about so we'll be getting um you know not just myself on the show um Regularly, we want to try and uh, live stream our shows so that we can get an audience um, included in the show as well so that they can interact with us a bit more, which is awesome. And we also want to um, bring on other guests as well. I want to bring on other guests, family, friends onto the show, um, and then we can talk about other stuff like that as well. So... um, if you're interested in that, stay tuned and there's going to be lots more, guys. So for those of you that have joined us on Facebook Live, thank you very much for joining us. Um, it's going to be an awesome show. We've got lots to talk about for today. Um, but for the very first episode of Tommy Gun Tales, um, no better way to start it than just with me. So who is Tommy Gun, and um, what is this podcast going to be about? Um, you know, why should I listen to... Um, why should I listen to you every week or however however long I'm going to be doing this podcast for? Uh, it's all up to you guys, but it's going to be good fun. And we're going to talk talk about lots of stories. And uh, I think for the very first episode, we're going to be talking about the Tommy Gun tale. That is me. Um, I'm not going to obviously share everything and I do want to leave something to the imagination as well. 
So it's it's a, for me, it's very hard to try and find a balance there. But I'll do my very best so that I keep you guys informed. And you probably want to know a little bit about myself. So for those uh, people that may be listening that don't quite know me as personal as some other people do, um, it's um, I'm going to share a little bit about myself and a little bit about the stories that have um, formally um, made the person that I am today and that have um, basically these um, experiences that have culminated together and that have made me a better person. And I think that's awesome. And I think uh, it's a credit to, um, you know, my family, my friends, um, and, you know, all the all of the amazing people in my life. Um, but without further ado, why don't we get started? All right. So um, my journey does start... Um, in 1996, so that was the year I was born. I was born in Scotland, believe it or not. Can't you tell the accent? <laughs> um, so, yeah, a lot of people get very surprised when I tell them that. But, yeah, uh, I am indeed uh, a Scotsman. A very proud Scotsman, if, um, <laughs> if, I, uh, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, so... Um, I did move to England for a few years um, when I was quite young and then I eventually moved to Australia. Um, I have spent most of my life in Australia. Uh, I'm now 24 now. 24 now, Jesus. Um, Married, married with two beautiful daughters and an amazing wife. So, you know, it's it's quite interesting. You know, some people like especially quite young, you know, I got married quite young. You know, I'm I'm nearly... um, what was that? Five years in January. Five years in January, I'll be married. So that's um, you know, I got married when I was nineteen. So it's a, it's it's a very big choice to make at such a young point in your life. But you know, uh, if if you find the one that you're happy with and that you, um, that you, you're going to spend the rest of your life with, and you know that, and luckily I did. Um, so let's get on to this story. So. When I moved to Australia, um, I was a big, I still am, I'm, I'm a sporty guy. Um, I've, uh, I've played a lot of sports uh, and I've usually been quite decent at most sports. Um, I, I'm not like magnificent at any sports at all, but um, usually I'm, I'm, I'm quite average at most sports. So when I get to um, Australia... And they've got a different game over here, apparently. <laughs> they've got the Australian rules. So uh, it seemed to me that, you know, I was trying something different as well as the fact that, you know, I kind of wanted to play uh, soccer or football again. Football, for me, I like to call it. Um, but it just didn't work out. And the fact that, um, you know, none of, my, none of my friends played and it didn't seem to be um, too big over here. So it made more sense for me to kind of branch out into Australian rules. So that's where my Australian rules football career kind of started. Um, it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a, like a career per se. It was a junior football career. Uh, but that junior football side of things was a significant part um, of developing me as a person. I learned a lot um, about myself. I learned a lot about f- a lot of things during that passage of time playing with the Melville Junior uh, Football Club uh, or the Hawks. We are so Melville Hawks. 
I still remember the club song as well, which is quite interesting. Um, I used to love bellowing that out uh, when we won, which wasn't too often in the younger days. Um, but luckily, we got a bit better. You know, you know, you make some awesome memories during this time, and you also you also tend to forget the fact that you know you're with some of these boys for well, I was with them for like six seven years, so you do build some really good bonds and some good friends. Uh, over this time, which is insane, so yeah, it's uh, it's it was a really good experience for me. And one of the key, I've got lots of, <laughs> I've got lots of really funny and some even weird stories from football. But um, when we're talking about things that build up personality and that's built the person I am today, it's um, the the one that really pops into mind was my second last season at the Mobile Hawks. So this would have been uh, year 11. Um, and this is the year that we we didn't... I'm not sure if we won the plate final that year. I can't remember. Um, but the that year we actually... I actually won the, the Ferris and Best Award. Um, so for me... Um, Cammy's Cammy's reached out in the chat. Hey Cam. Um, yeah. So Cam, oh Cam's just joined us. So um, yeah, Cam, we're just going through um the, the very first episode, mate. So thanks for joining us. Um, please share the stream. Uh, if you if you like, we get some more people in here. Um, but yeah, so we were um we were talking about Melville Junior Football Club, um and um. The, the key moment there for me was winning best and fairest in the year 11. So when I won best and fairest in year 11, um, I, uh, it changed, it changed my aspect and my, the way of thinking for me, because the start of that year, I sat down with my old man and we basically mapped out a plan for me to get better in football. So for me, I wanted to, um, I wanted to, actually move ahead i wanted to move ahead i wanted to get better i wanted to improve i wanted to begin become fitter i wanted to be the best player i could be um and that was a year that i sacrificed a lot of time a lot of effort into um training so after after every school day i'd come home i'd be on the treadmill i'd be on the ab coast machine I'd be you know, building strength, building muscle, building um, fitness. And, the, and this was something that took sacrifice, took time, took sweat, took you know, blood, sweat, and tears. That, that old chestnut, that was the B.O. and endo. And um, what I found was because I was fitter, I was able to run more. I was able to you know, glide past people in games, especially later in games. I was like you know, still sprinting around people and... Um, you know, I played more consistently. I played better, and at the end of that year, when I got that award, it, it just put everything into perspective. That um, still serves me well to this day. That when you put the hard yards in, and if you really work hard and you put that effort in, you will get rewarded eventually. And it's only you. It's only down to you. Nobody else is going to do this for you. Nobody else is going to hold your hand and um, guide you along the way. You need to get yourself up. You need to 
be the one to, instead of playing that game for half an hour or that an hour, go into the gym. You know, you know, it's what you sacrifice. So it's what you put in is what you get out. So if you don't get it, give anything, you can't expect to get anything out of it. And um, that's what frustrates me with people is this, they just expect to be the best. They just expect to be this, expect to be that. And it's, it's fucking annoying. Um, you know, you've got to work. You've got to work your fucking ass off. And um, I, I, take that, I take that into every aspect of my life, whether it be um, my goalkeeping nowadays or whether it be my work at work you know like I, I work my ass off you know like you know when when we rest we rest when we break you know that's cool but when you when you're working you, you you work hard so that you can rest later and um i'm a big fan of that well, you know work hard play hard kind of thing and um i think learning that oh, how old would i've been maybe 15 16 at the time learning that life lesson so young um really did help later in life when I started picking up sport again and adopting that attitude into into life and uh, adapting that attitude into my um, my goalkeeping career, which has soared over the last two, three years because of my hard work, because of my determination, my sacrifice to go do weekend training, to, to make extra effort to work on my craft. And um, you know, and that's why today I sit as a semi-professional football player. Um, you know, like, and you know, being paid money to play the the game that I love is as a thought that I never thought I'd be able to do. And with the support of my friends and with the the hard work that I put in, I was able to move forward and be able to accomplish that, which is something that's fucking unreal. You know, the 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 thought behind that is. I can't comprehend it. So it's um, it's it's something that I th- I feel that if you don't put them hard yards in, you can't expect to succeed. So for me, learning that lesson very young in life, and that was a big part of my personality building when I was younger. Um, you know, a younger me is more naive. A younger me is a bit more arrogant. I think. Um, you know, definitely having a family, kids, work, mortgage, these things, they mellow you and they settle you down and they give you a more holistic view of everything as well. Um, but yeah, learning that lesson was a very important part of my life. Um, and it was a very important part of me building my success for future, for the future. So that was um that's a, that was that's the first Tommy Gun tale for you. Um uh, it was quite interesting that one. And I've got plenty more stories when it comes to um junior football at the Melville Hawks. Some really quirky ones, some really weird ones, but I'm definitely going to share a few few of them with you over time. But the theme of today today's episode, I want it to be about character building and I want it to be about how I've built my character and me over over the past um, over the past few years and and, and um, basically just what impact that's had and you know all the things that have led me to all the different things that I do and podcasting now one of them things and I absolutely love it I love um, you know I love doing the research uh, of all you know when we upgraded all the gear I love doing um, and I love share and I love sharing I love sharing stories and I love sharing um, myself with other people 
and, and being able to affect other people on a different level, which is great. And I think if you can make a difference to somebody else, um, I think that's, that's, that's a, an, it's an empowering feature um, that you have, you know, that, um, and I feel like, you know, you take that, um, some people take that for granted too much. So that's definitely first on my list for stories that have made the Tommy gun itself. And I'm just going to take off my jumper real quick because I'm getting a little bit hot in the studio. So two seconds. Oh, God. All right. Oh, that's better. All right. And we're back at it. So... What I think of story number two for me, um, story number two for character building for me, um, I'm gonna have to say this one is a tough one. Um, this one uh, resides with me for for the rest of my life. So this one, um, without getting into too much detail, um, this one evolves around. Um, Evolves around my uh, my overdose a few years back. So um, I had a uh, I had a I had a few struggled with a few mental health issues for for a while after school. So this was the transition phase that some people go through, some people don't. Me, it hit me really hard. So because when I left school, so you're about seventeen, eighteen. Um, some people, they go into uni and they kind of have that transition phase, you know. So they have that transition where they go from, uh, okay, I'm at, I'm at school, but now I'm at uni, which is kind of like a half and half, you know, like I'm kind of at school, but I'm kind of not. And I'm, you know, I'm working as well. And, you know, they, they get that transition, that four years of transition from kid to adult. So um, I didn't have that. I went straight into full-time work. Um, so I work at the moment. Uh, and I still do. I still, when I work, when I left school, I've still got the same job. So I've been working with the same company for over seven years now. Um, so, um, so I work as a as a training officer. So I work as a safety diver doing um, Hewitt, what we call Hewitt training. So it's helicopter underwater escape training. Work in a pool. I work as a safety number just to make sure that you know nobody gets hurt during training. Um, a big part of my job. Uh, I take very personally is, you know, making sure that people are safe and looked after and that they feel comfortable in that. So I, I take a good pride in that. So um, so when I left school, I went straight into this uh, oil and gas safety workplace, right? So this is a very, very intense workplace and it's one that's built up of um, people from all backgrounds and it's also built up of people who are a lot older because usually in the training environment, uh, especially for this particular environment, um, there's a lot more people that tend to have experience in their field and then they train it. So you don't get many young people um, in these types of jobs because you know, it's for people that, you know, have been there, done that, then they come back and then they train it. So there was a lot of, I wouldn't say old people, I would just say more experienced than their craft people working at this place. And all of a sudden, you know, I've been thrown into a workplace where I'm the youngest person there and um, I'm introduced into a new life. 
like a new life of working seven. Th- I'm working nine and a half hour days. I'm working them nine days a week. Uh, nine days a fortnight. Sorry, um, you know. So it's not bad. Uh, and I, I eventually worked. Um, I worked some early morning shifts. So I was working five in the morning to two thirty as well. So you know, I, I, I was doing a lot of different jobs at this place, and um, it it wore me down. Um, because I was having conflict between um, my friends um, because, you know, they were doing the uni life and they, I was never getting invited because I was always working while they were at, while they were um, doing, like, you know, parties and all that kind of stuff or, um, you know, or they were studying because they were studying. So it was always, there was always some sort of thing that I was missing out on or they were studying or whatever. So it was very hard to catch up with my friends. So from... The moment there, I was missing out on that part of my life, but then I was also missing out on my friends because my friends weren't there. It felt like my friends weren't there for me, and it's very hard. Um, so you feel a bit of alienation there, and then um, you top that on top of a few relationship problems and a few just niggly problems. So that it's just one of them. Then the basket builds up, you know. So the or the bucket you can think of the bucket. It's filling up with water. It's filling up with this problem. It's filling up with that problem. And all of a sudden, the bucket starts to overfill. But you don't have a vent. You don't have um, a way for you to deal with these problems because you're not used to dealing with these problems. You're not used to dealing with this emotional pain. You're not used to doing all of these things. So um, you, you, you try and find an outlet. And for me, m- my unfortunate outlet was um, it was uh, – self-harming so self-harming for me was an outlet because i couldn't deal with emotional pain i could deal with physical pain so um this was a very very tough period in my life and this is um and it led me down a really bad path and as soon as you start going down that path um it, it only leads one way uh unfortunately and it's it's not it's not a great way so um, eventually I, I've hit rock bottom with this. So eventually all these things have come together and um, one day uh, I'd had enough. I had enough of everything. And um, um, so uh, I knew that I knew that my um, my parents, I was still living at, at my parents' place at the time. So uh, I knew that um, I had some time uh, and I rigged a few things up and then Took a bunch of painkillers, took had a few drinks, and then um, just let, let everything happen. Um, and um, my dad, my dad, uh, he saved my life. Um, he found me passed out in the back garden, and um, took me to the ER. And um, as shit as this sounds, um, my 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 sister, who's uh, a a nurse. To this day, so she works. Uh, she works as a nurse. Uh, uh, she's a. She went to uni. She went through that all. She, she's a, she, so she's a registered nurse, which is amazing. So I, she's an amazing person for doing that, and for being uh, contributing to that. But she was doing workplace uh, at the time, and she was doing it in the emergency department of where my dad uh, had taken me. Um, so my sister got the shock of her life when she found her brother. Um, overdosing um, on the bed as well. So uh, it's very, very, very fucked up um, circumstances there. And um, so, yeah, luckily, 
luckily I'm, I'm, I was okay, didn't do any damage. Um, and that day was a uh, a real eye opener. Um, it was a real eye opener, eye opener for me. Um, because you don't realize what impact you have on other people, and I think that's what people don't realize when they go through these stages. You know, all you feel is pain, and all you understand is pain. You don't think about the bigger aspect of it. You don't think about your friends. You don't think about your family. All all you know is pain. So, um, you just think of ending it. But what you don't realize is that you're not ending it. You're just passing it on to somebody else. And it's that's why people say it's selfish. Um, to do it, to do that kind of thing, and it's and it's some aspects it's right, you know, because you're just passing that pain on to somebody else because you don't want it, um, and you're passing it on to your friends and your family, um, because, yeah, and it's and it sucks, um, and um, yeah, look, I remember the look, the look in my mum's eyes and the look in my dad's eyes when I've come around and just. They were so upset and, you know, it's uh, it's a very hard thing to comprehend for them. And um, for me, it was, it was just the end for me. And I thought it was the end, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it was actually the beginning. And that's the biggest thing. So for me, once you hit rock bottom in that circumstance, the only way to go is up. And that's, that's exactly what happened and and what people don't realize is that you don't just go from an experience like that and then you don't just wake up the next day and go yep perfect i'm happy now um everything's solved everything's great my life is awesome <laughs> it's a very long fucking road um so you know and and it it was not just an overnight thing this was this took years years for me to fully um get in get my head into a right place and um, that's what people um, don't understand it's not just like a, a few days you wake up and, uh, and I think it's the, the hardest thing is because people don't understand it and you put on a brave face for people and it's, it's such a guy thing as well it's such a oh yeah she'll be alright you know you get on with it and you say oh people are like oh you're alright I'm like yeah I'm alright yeah, I'm fine and you act like everything's all good you put your brave face on and then all of a sudden when you're by yourself sitting alone you're just thinking of all these terrible thoughts which you shouldn't be which is crap so um, it was a long road for me very long freaking road um, and I have a lot of people to thank for me along that road as well my well, the first one is, or the main ones are my family. My family got me through that rough stage in my life. And I feel so guilty to this day of all of the shit that I've put my my parents through, through my sister through, and even my wife through. Um, it's I feel guilty. Um, um, it makes me sick to my stomach, really, in, in hindsight. But can I change it? No, I can't. Did it make me a better person overall? Yeah, it has. I've learned a fucking shit ton about myself. And through this experience, I've become a bigger, badder, and stronger person than I ever was. And I'm able to deal with things that throw that, that life throws at me. For example, this week, having a very, very tough week in, um, and having my... Um, a drill, a drill, 
uh, placed through my finger. So uh, I'll talk more about that in a sec. But you know, having you know having to go to the emergency, and you know, I had surgery that night. To the next day, you know, and then next day, learning that my um, my head coach had passed away, and the day after that, I learned that my uncle had passed away. It felt just like you know the the world was just going fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you again. Um, but then having the support from your family, from your friends, um, and then also having that mental toughness that I would have never had um, before. And I think through my experiences uh, and through my character building, I was able to deal, and I'm able to deal with these types of things. And um, and if you're not, that's okay. Um, you know, you, you've always, there's always people out there to talk to. There's always, you know, avenues to be able to support um, you as well. So if you ever need anyone to chat to, or if you're even a friend of mine and you're listening to the stream, you know, my door is always open for anybody that wants to chat about anything that's dragging them down. And um, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm more than okay with that. Um, yeah, so for me, that was um, another big, big moment in my life. And the rebuilding process of my life was a very long process. And yeah, it, it, was, a, it was a very hard one for, for me, my family, my friends. And, and um, through that process as well, um, I met my wife. I met Emily. And um, Emily is a very strange character in the fact that she stuck by me even through this process. So, she, so you know, I explained everything to her when I first met her. And, um, you know, she still took a chance on me. And, you know, even though I was still having problems, you know, I was still trying to find myself, trying to find my happiness again, trying to find uh, normality uh, in things, um, you know, trying to be, um, normal, if you like, um, but she stuck by me, and um, through all the shit, um, through all the crap, um, she stuck by me. And when I, when somebody, <laughs> when somebody can do that for you, uh, when after only knowing she only knew me for for a few weeks, months, and she was already sticking through all of this crap with me. For no freaking reason other than that she just saw something in me that <laughs> that I didn't. Um, and through that recovery process, um, for me, it, it was more of a... Um, I found my strength in other people. I found my strength through my friends, through my family, through the fact that I never wanted to put them through what I felt. I never wanted to harm. I didn't want to hurt my family in any way, shape, or form or my friends. I would never want to do that to anyone. So that for me is what found, that's where I found my strength and it was through other people. So I found that um, because I really really don't give a shit about myself at, at the best of times. I really don't. Um, you know, it's probably not the best thing to say, but in retrospect, I put a lot of people ahead of myself in that aspect to, you know, just make sure that they're happy. Um, 
And um, it's a weird one, but if for me, it was I don't want to put them through that pain, so I'll take that pain. Um, and that's one way I found of looking at it. And it's is it right? Is it wrong? Oh, fuck knows. Um, but it was a it was a way for me to deal, and I dealt with it. And um, and my wife, she she stuck by me through all them shit times, and that was why we got married so early. You know, we got married a year after meeting each other. Um, and you know, now we're you know five years in January. Like, how fucking awesome is that? So, <laughs> um, you know, like she is an amazing fucking person, and I am so lucky to have met her. Um, and uh, through through the process with her, um, you know, we had two miscarriages before we had our little daughter, uh, Savannah, our firstborn, and she was a mate. She, you know, um. My, my wife does everything for them kids you know um i've never seen such a selfless person before so she 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 will do anything and everything for them um you know and doesn't care about herself and again it's just something that's maybe built into both of us i don't know um but yeah she, and she's an amazing mother and um and uh our little daughter tamara uh so we have two two kids so savannah she's about two two and a half now and then our uh, our other daughter tomorrow she's about 10 months she turns 11 months next on the 9th of next month so we have an amazing little family um we've got a nice little house um you know i've got i've got a relatively good job you know and we and we do okay you know we we get by um and for me having them little things in my life that um i look forward to every day like you know when you get home from work and, you know, your daughter, my daughter runs to the door and she goes, daddy's home, you know, like the, the little things that make your day. And um, it was a good bit of advice that was given to me by a good friend, um, James Thompson, who's, who's basically an uncle to me, um, but not a blood uncle. <laughs> um, but um, basically just said that um, just looks, look for something good in every day. Um, and that just makes every day seem a little less shit, you know, and sometimes it's hard to find the, the good things and sometimes it's really easy and things just happen good. So it's just, it's just, that is life. That's the process of life. You know, you're not going to have a perfect day every day. Um, you know, you're going to have some shit days. You're going to have some average days. You can have some really shit days, but you're also going to have some good days and some really fucking good days. So it's um it's all about taking the good with the bad. Um and for so long there that was my daily motto was like find something good in each day. And uh I didn't look at next week, I didn't look at tomorrow, I didn't look at next month. For me it was day by day. And I lived day by day for so freaking long, for years, where it was just oh, I don't care about next week. I just you know, I got to care about today, and I just concentrate on today because today was a fuck enough. You know, getting to tomorrow was good enough for me. So for for a long time, you just focus on. For me, it was focusing on moving to that next stage and to moving to tomorrow. And then once tomorrow is here, then I'll deal with tomorrow. But until then, I'm going to deal with today because today, you know, I'm just going to you know get through today. That was that was me, and that was me for uh, quite some time. Um, 
and yeah, so, and I found that after time, the pain started to fade, and um, and that's the biggest bullshit um, that I ever, you know, people be like, oh, yeah, you'll get over it eventually. Time heals all wounds. When they say time heals all wounds, it doesn't mean that over time you forget. It just means that you have enough time to deal with the shit and you learn how to process it because I think that's the biggest problem that most people have. And for me in particular, I don't know how to process certain types of pain. So I can deal with physical pain most of the time. You know, I'm covered in tattoos, you know, so that's an ex- that's just an emphasis on that. But the emotional pain that some people can put you through, um, I didn't know how to deal with. I didn't, you know, I struggled to deal with that. So for me... Um, that's when I found other outlets which weren't healthy for me and then led me down a bad, bad, bad path. So when we talk about time healing wounds, for me it was just being able to process and deal with it in my own way so that I could manage it, so that I could process it in my head and be able to blur it in the background. So you, you know it's there. It's there somewhere. But you've dealt with it, you've processed it, and you've let it go. It's still there, though. You hold on to it. Um, for me, that's for me. It might be different for other people, but that's what it's like for me. So um, it's about processing, dealing, and then shoving it somewhere deep and dark at the back of the head. Um, and... Um, after a few years, it just starts to fade away and um, all the shit seems to fade away. And then eventually, you know, you know, you have good days, you have bad days and sometimes the bad days, you know, the old shit creeps up again and you find it hard to deal with again. And that, that was what it was like for me for such a long time. So, um, but eventually things are all right. You know, I found my love back for football Um I went down to Armadale Soccer Club. Um, you know, I met a few good mates there. Cammy, probably watching right now. Um, you know, I met uh, met Coach Cammy, and um, you know, my journey my journey started again for football, and I found another love. I found my love for goalkeeping again, um, and then you know that led me to you know playing amateur prems at Wembley Downs the season after, and then that led me to playing semi-professional football this season at Dinella White Eagles. So you just don't know what's around the corner sometimes, you know, like, um, and I'm not saying that this was like, oh yeah, just this, this to that, this to that. I worked my ass off. This was a goal that I made. I made a goal that I was like, you know, this is what I want to accomplish now because I think I can. And I set out, I worked hard and I did it. And now I'm going to keep moving forward and see 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 where this ta- see where it takes me, um, and um, so that was a great thing. And then uh, you know I've I've met so many good friends through this that process as well through football. I met Yatesy, who's um you know bloody goalkeeper warrior champion Yatesy, and we we started a, a freaking awesome podcast together that we absolutely love doing. And then I found a love for podcasting. So it's it's you know. It's so crazy how things can change and that how can things can evolve in your life um, just by trying new things and meeting new people and 
opening up a few doors, opens up a few windows and, you, you know, try new things. Why not? Why the fuck not? You know, um, go out, meet new people, meet new friends. Don't be a dick. <laughs> just be just be yourself. Be a nice guy. Um, and you, you just never know who you can meet and what lifelong friends you can make along the way. And um, and that leads us to here. And that leads, leads us right here um, to the Tommy Gun Tales. So hopefully that's a little bit of a good insight for you um, for moving on and maybe just figuring out a little bit about the character that I am. And hopefully that paints a picture as to um, what this series is going to be like. All right. So it's not just about me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get more friends on. I'm going to get um, family on as well. And we're just going to chat about stories, chat about life, chat about anything and everything, even just do random Facebook lives like I have been doing on the last week. And, um, you know, just chat with people because why not? Because <laughs> why the fuck not? Um, but I've really enjoyed it. Um, you know, uh, it's a good process and uh, I love creating content for everyone. So if you have enjoyed, um, if you have enjoyed these, if you enjoy what I'm doing, please feel free to show me some support. Um, hit the comment section, hit the, hit the like button. Um, there's also an, a video podcast that's going to be released onto a YouTube channel, which I'm going to organize uh, once this uh, video launches. So there'll be an audio and a video podcast as well for all the listeners and viewers out there. So you'll get to see it and watch it back. Um, and let me know what you think as well because I absolutely love doing this type of uh, type of stuff and content creation for everyone. Um, but yeah, I think that's enough for today. I think I'm done. Um, but yeah, so um, if you've enjoyed today's video, please show us some support. But other than that, I've been Tommy Gun, and this has been the Tommy Gun Tales, guys. So take care, stay safe, and I'll catch you next time. Take care.